The Holy Gospel according to John. As Jesus walked along, he saw a blind man from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, neither this man nor his parents sinned. He was born blind so that God's works might be revealed in him. We must work the works of the one who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When Jesus had said this, he spat on the ground and made mud with the saliva and spread the mud on the man's eyes, saying to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. Then he went and washed and came back able to see. The neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar began to ask, Is this not the man who used to sit and beg? Some were saying, it is he. Others were saying, no, but it is someone like him. He kept saying, I am the man. But they kept asking him, then how were your eyes opened? He answered, the man called Jesus, made mud, spread it on my eyes and said to me, go to Siloam and wash. Then I went and washed and received my sight. They said to him, where is he? He said, I do not know. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had formerly been blind. Now, it was a Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. Then the Pharisees also began to ask him how he had received his sight. He said to them, he put mud on my eyes, then I washed, and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, this man is not from God, for he does not observe the Sabbath. But others said, how can a man who is a sinner perform such signs? And they were divided. So they said again to the blind man, What do you say about him? It was your eyes he opened. He said, He is a prophet. The Judeans did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until they called the parents of the man who had received his sight and asked them, Is this your son who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? His parents answered, we know that this is our son and that he was born blind, but we do not know how it is that now he sees, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him. He is of age. He will speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Judeans, who had already agreed that anyone who confessed Jesus to be the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. Therefore, his parents said, he is of age. Ask him. So for the second time, they called the man who had been blind, and they said to him, Give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered, I do not know whether he is a sinner. One thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. They said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I have told you already, and you would not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you also want to become his disciples? Then they reviled him, saying, You are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this person, we do not know where he comes from. The man answered, Here is an astonishing thing. You do not know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but does listen to anyone who is devout and obeys God's will. 
Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of someone born blind. If this person were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered him, you were born entirely in sins. And are you trying to teach us? And they drove him out. Jesus heard that they had driven him out. And when he found him, he said, do you believe in the son of man? He answered, and who is he, sir? Tell me so that I may believe in him. Jesus said to him, you have seen him and he is the one speaking with you. He said, Lord, I believe. And he worshiped Jesus. Jesus said, I came into this world for judgment so that those who do not see may see and those who do see may become blind. Some of the Pharisees near Jesus heard this and said to him, surely we are not blind, are we? Jesus said to them, if you were blind, you would not have sin. But now that you say we see, your sin remains. The Gospel of the Lord. You can be seated. Each Sunday during this season of Lent, we're working our way through a sermon series called Belonging. We're we're thinking about what it means to belong. What does it mean to belong to a spiritual community, a church? What does it mean to belong to God? Today's gospel reading is a long, long story about a man who was blind from birth, his healing, and then how the people tried to make sense of it afterwards. What Jesus does in healing this man is challenge the conventional wisdom of the time. The disciples asked Jesus, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Because that was the wisdom of the day. If someone is blind, there's a reason why. Loss of sight was a defect, less than God's intention for humans. So God allowed this blindness for a reason. Either he did something to deserve to be blind... Or his parents did something to make God give them a son with blindness. And the logic is pretty solid. If God knows all things, if God sees all things, if God has power over all things, then surely God could have prevented someone from being blind. And God would prevent the blindness, except that there was a reason. Someone sinned. And God, in God's divine wrath and judgment, needed to bring punishment for the sin. And that's why the disciples asked the question. This man is blind from birth. So who, as, who is at fault? Him or his parents? Now, this is the point where we can interject our modern science and medicine. We can explain at a cellular DNA level why illness and abnormalities occur. It's not because of sin. It's because cells and tissues and nerves aren't functioning like they do for most people. We understand that better than they did. Jesus doesn't fall for the trap question about who sinned. Instead, he answers, neither this man nor his parents sinned. He was born blind so that God's works might be revealed in him. Which honestly 
isn't much of an answer because now he's blind so that God can use him as an object lesson. What about all the other people born blind or those that die from cancer or those with other incurable diseases that don't get cures? Why doesn't everyone get to be God's object lesson? We might think that with our modern medicine and science, we've advanced past the stage of blaming blindness on sin. But I'm not so sure we have. There is this phrase, perhaps someone has said it to you. Perhaps you've said it to someone else. Everything happens for a reason. When life is challenging, When disease overwhelms you, when you become blind, the explanation we often give is everything happens for a reason. Surely this is God trying to teach you a lesson. Surely God is testing you in order to make you stronger. Surely God needed another angel. Surely someone sinned, either this man Or his parents. Do you see how all of those sound alike? Do you see how they all end up blaming God and making God into a tyrant? Tragedy happens for one reason we are human, and the experience of being human is tragic. We are frail creatures of dust who are born, live, die, and return to dust. People with disabilities aren't created to punish sin. If all people are created in God's image, that includes people living with disabilities too. God doesn't need to heal people living with disabilities because they're not broken. They're human. And we're all living with varying degrees of disability. Maybe not today, but certainly one day. What does this have to do with belonging? God wants church to be a place where everyone belongs, including people with disabilities. Instead of labeling people and identifying them by their diagnosis, we're called to be a place of inclusion. We celebrate people for who they are and realize that everyone has something to offer the community. Jesus heals this man born blind. He was formerly identified as the beggar, the person outside of town, alone, begging for help just to survive. But what Jesus does is not only cure the man's blindness, but he restores him to community. It was never about sin. He just needed somewhere to belong. Amen.